Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is going on? This is Gordon and welcome to the Permafit Live podcast. Now this podcast and all of this content is for you if you feel like you've tried it all. You've tried every diet, every meal plan, every shake, every pill under the sun and you still struggle to get that weight off and you still struggle to get into the body of your dreams. That is what we do. That is what we focus on all day, every single day. And in this podcast, you're going to hear nothing but strategies and how we do that every single day. So if you get value out of this, and I know that you will, go over to iTunes, leave us a rating, leave us a review, and make sure you share this with a like-minded friend. All right. With that being said, let's dive right into the show. All right. We are live. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Art of Permanent Weight Loss. So uh, listen, if you are watching this live or you're watching this on Facebook, even on the replay, then I encourage you to first and foremost, go check out our podcast, okay, which is Permafit Live. It's the Permafit Live podcast. You can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Google Play, all the major platforms. Go check that out. There is content there that goes back several years that is not here in our Facebook group. And then on the flip side of that, guys, if you are listening to this on the podcast, and I know there's a lot of a lot of listeners there, uh, and you're not part of our free group, go check that out. You're going to want to be part of that. Okay, so it's called the Art of Permanent Weight Loss. Uh, just search for that in Facebook. You'll find it. It's, it's totally free. Jump in there. We do these these lives basically every single week. We have content in there every single day. So you're going to want to be part of that too. And then the last thing I'll say here before we kind of jump in, guys, is if you are at that stage where you feel like you've tried it all. You've jumped from diet to diet to diet to yo-yo approach here and there and pill and shake and like all these things that are out there and you've been doing this over and over again and you just, you feel like you're not making any progress. And then first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, the best thing for you to do right now is to jump on the phone with us and just have a conversation, right? We're just going to see where you're at, try to put together a strategy with you. And look, if that strategy, if it makes sense, for us to talk about working together, cool. We can talk about that. And if it doesn't, that's cool too. We're going to steer you in the right direction, whatever that is. But again, if you're at that place where you're stuck and you want to make a change and you don't know what to do and you, you know that going back to another diet is just not the thing and you know that going back to another pill or another shake is not the solution, then let's have a conversation. So if you want to do that, head over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call. Okay. So for you guys listening on the podcast, we'll throw that in the show notes. We'll throw it in the comments here on Facebook. Again, that's permafitforlife.com forward slash call. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about the scale, everybody's favorite topic, okay? especially when it comes to weight loss. Uh, but here's the deal. Scale means multiple things because there's multiple scales. And I'll start by saying that most people one of the reasons that they get so wound up around making this transformation and making this change 
is because they're looking at one form of measurement, one metric, one KPI, if you will, through this whole process, this transformational process. And that thing that they're looking at is the scale, the scale that you step on, the one that tells you your weight, your body weight, how many pounds do you weigh today? How many kilograms do you weigh today, right? And when you rely on just that one tool, as all of you know who are watching this, it can drive you batshit crazy, right? <laughs> Some days you're like, you're loving the numbers, you feel good, life is good. Some days you look at it and your numbers are up and it makes you feel terrible. And all of a sudden you start making decisions that map to that feeling, whether it was good or bad, right? And the reality is that is not the metric that you should be focusing on when it comes to weight loss. As counterintuitive or whatever, as counterproductive as that might sound, that is actually not the metric that you should be looking at on a daily basis, okay? It is a form of progress when it's going in one direction or the other, okay? But it's not the entire story. And if it's not moving, then that's not telling you the entire story either. Okay, so what we're gonna talk about today is the real scale that we want to focus on. The real scale that tells us what direction we are heading in. Okay, and this scale is actually completely internal. All right, it's the scale that we find ourselves on and, and we're gonna be in one position on that scale at any given time, but it's the scale that we find ourselves moving along as we're going through this pro this this entire um, process, okay, and what you're going to find, we're gonna, and Scott's going to explain this all for us at a much deeper level. But what you're going to find is that at any given time, when you're going through this process, let's just say you have 50 pounds to lose, and it's been a problem for eight years. Okay, I know there's plenty of people watching this who can identify with that sort of goal. So you've got 50 pounds to lose. It's been an issue for eight years. The reason, one of the reasons, right, the main reason I say that you start and stop and start and stop and start and stop and, and you're always wanting and you're always chasing and you're always working towards, but you're never actually getting the result that we're talking about. And if, if you kind of come close to tasting it, you certainly can't keep it. The reason that this happens is because of where you are moving up and down on that scale. Okay, this scale will indicate how you show up for yourself on a daily basis. This scale will indicate what sort of, 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 of level of priority you put yourself in in your own life. Okay, this scale will indicate how much you value the actions you're taking that map to your final goal. Okay, and all of this stuff, guys, look, I'll just say this. One last thing before I turn it over. It does not matter how good your strategy is, right? We talk about strategy all the time here and strategy is, is largely focused on your training and your nutritional understanding and your approach to that thing, that whole thing. But it doesn't matter how good that is if you don't have any awareness around this scale that we're about to talk about, okay? Because as all of you know, you can go on to YouTube and uh, Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and even just Google and you can look up like the best ab workout, the best <laughs> weight loss diet. Like, you can look up all that stuff. You guys already know that. But the reason that none of it works, even though if, if, if there might be some validity to some of it, the reason that none of it works is, yeah, there might be holes in the strategy. But the more important thing is 
that this scale that we're about to talk about and your positioning on that and your ability to understand it and move along that scale is incomplete. Okay. So Scott, man, why don't you walk us through what that looks like? And then I would say we should also look at like what we typically see with people that causes them to not get where they're trying to go. Sure. So yeah, like Gordon said, I mean, most people watching this have probably struggled with their body or weight for an extended period of time. And it's, it's normally not from a lack of effort. There's normally been effort, but the results either weren't achieved or if they were achieved, they weren't able to be sustained. And we talk a lot about strategy and what strategy always means is you have to train in a way that'll actually transform your body. And you have to be able to still eat foods you want to eat, or at some point you're going to talk yourself out of it. It's just because we are human beings. We're not robots. Now, the one thing that we, most people aren't aware of is that what's going on in our heads. Okay. 5% of, of what we do in our, and our thoughts are, are conscious, our conscious mind. Those are things we're aware of that we're doing. You know, I'm aware of certain thoughts I have or certain things I'm doing, but 95% of our lives and our thoughts, our subconscious happens. It's on autopilot. Kind of like I always use the example of when you, you know, drive to work or drive to the store or, or anything like that. Like you don't think about every single second you're driving, you just drive, you know, maybe 5% of the time you're actually, you know, paying close attention to the details of every nuance that's going on. Maybe, right? 95%, you just, next thing you know, you're there, right? So this is how we operate and how that works is we have a set of beliefs that dictate these, our, you know, these thoughts that, that we, that we go off of and that, that runs our automatic program. So what most people aren't aware of, everyone's aware of the scale that you step on and you either get excited or, or depressed over, but mm -hmm what most people are not aware of is that there's also an emotional scale inside of you. Okay. And how this works is you get, you're always going up or down that scale at all times. This is why people fail with weight loss and body transformations. Okay. Um, obviously they even, but like Gordon said, like even if your strategy sucks and even if your strategy is great, if you don't master this piece also, the problem is that if you've struggled with this for any extended period of time, your mind is so used to you doing that, that that actually is your automatic driving, right? It's so used to you doing that, that it actually wants to keep you where you are because it's, it's safe there. It's known. It just knows that you always self-sabotage. You always start off, you always eat healthy and then you binge. Like you, that's just who you are. That's just what you do, right? That's what it says to you. And you just believe that. So the emotional scale, how it works is you could be starting off strong. Maybe it's, you know, you start off on a diet or trying to eat healthy. I'm just going to eat salads or whatever, whatever, you know, it, it is that month. Um, and you're starting off strong. And then what happens is you hit some kind of point, right? You see something, you do something, you don't feel so good. And that triggers an internal response. And this is how the emotional scale works. So maybe the first thing that happens is, you step up, you, you know, you've been eating healthy for two weeks uh, or you've been doing keto or you, or let's just say you've been eating healthy for two weeks and you get on the scale and you see it hasn't moved. Right. So, so then what happens is for most people that leads to an emotional thought or that 
that that's tied to some form of disappointment or doubt. Hmm. That sucks. I've been eating healthy for two weeks. I haven't seen one change. So you're starting to doubt it. Right. And then if you move down the scale from there, that typically leads to impatience and worry. I've been, I've been working my butt off for two weeks. Nothing's happening. What the hell? Why isn't the scale moving? I'm frustrated. I'm irritated. These are all kind of like that level. Then from there, it typically moves down to um, some form of anger. You're pissed off. You're pissed off that you you saw that that girl, you know, eating pizza and she looks good. You're like, what the hell? You know, like, and you get you get angry, right? You get angry about that, and then that typically leads to some feeling of of feeling ashamed or anxious that am I going to be like this forever? Is this an, uh, here we go again? You know, I'm going down this path again, and then from there, typically leads to hopelessness. Nothing is going to work for me. It moves into like a state of depression of some kind. And when I say depression, it doesn't mean like a severe depression. It just means that you get depressed over this. You say F it and you stuff your face and there goes your eating healthy. You're back to normal. You gain back whatever it was you lost. And, you know, some period of time later passes and you repeat the same cycle again. Most women do this literally for the rest of their lives, like over and over and over. And the reason they do that is they don't understand the emotional scale and because of all these automatic stored programs that dictate their beliefs about this stuff. They just think this is who they are. This is how it works. This is all that's going to be right. So there is another side to the emotional scale. And this is what we spend so much time with, with the women we work with at Permafit. And it's not a one-time thing because this is an ongoing thing. Just like your body doesn't change in one day, your mind doesn't change in a day either. Just like you need to train your body, you got to train your mind. But what happens is you learn to move up the emotional scale instead of down. And what that means is let's say you stepped on that scale and it didn't move. Okay. So you could, you could choose to go down the path because you always have a choice. We always have a choice. We think we don't, we think this is just who we are. It's not hundred percent. It is not. It's just, you, you just automatically revert to that, but you absolutely, instead of choosing to go down the road of disappointment and doubt, you can choose going up the scale. And what that looks like is typically some level of acceptance. Okay. And acceptance is like, look, I know it's not where I want to be right now, but I am where I am. And, you know, I can't really control all I can control is what I can control. And I know that if I keep going, um, I'm going to be okay. And no, it's not the number I want it to be. And no, my body doesn't look the way I want it to quite yet, but you know, I know that I'm going to accept where I am right now because there's no sense in resisting it. Resisting it's just going to send me down a bad path. And then from there, you can move up the scale to what we like to call um, ease. And what ease is, is something along the lines of, I'm just going to be, you know what, I, I'm going to be easier on myself about this. I've, I've always been so black and white, always been so black and white about this. It's always all or nothing. It's always balls to the wall or nothing. Right. And it, it, that hasn't really worked for me. So, you know what, I'm just going to take it a little easy on myself. I'm a human being. I'm not a robot. This isn't going to be perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. Um, that's just, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta, you know, be easier on myself about this. And then I can move up the scale again to some level of confidence, you know, Hey, you know what? I'm following a sound strategy. Now I know this works. I know all these other people that do this. I know this is science. So you know what? I'm confident that as long as I keep showing up and doing the best I can and being easy on myself along the way, I'm going to get to where I want to be. Might not be the exact day that I want to get there. I, you know, I want it yesterday, but I know that if I keep going, 
I will get there. And then you move up to, you know, gratitude and, 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 uh, and, and happiness over it that, you know what, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm even able to work out. I'm even grateful. I I even found this opportunity to learn how this stuff works so that I actually can do this. And no, I'm not where I want to be yet, but I'm going to get there. I know I'm going to get there now and I'm going to get there by being easier on myself about this whole process and being patient. Um, I've never been patient before, but you know what, that hasn't worked. So I'm going to be a little patient with myself. I'm not going to be so hard on myself. I'm going to realize I'm going to not be you know perfect. And I'm grateful for having the opportunity to change my life right now. And then you move up to the highest level, which is typically some form of excitement and excitement is, you know what, I'm really excited about actually where I'm headed. Like I'm, I'm going down a good path right now. And I know that if I keep going down this path, I'm going to get there. And that's pretty cool because man, if I can, you know, the picture what I'm going to look like 40 pounds lighter, you know, rocking the bikini and just loving life and still being able to eat foods I want to eat and do my thing. Like, that's pretty cool. You know, I still got a lot of life left in me and I'm really excited to do this. I'm really excited to do this. So you see what I did? I just, instead of going down one way, which is what most of us do until we fall into this pit of despair, I talked myself back up. I talked myself back up that scale. And by doing that, because again, guys, even with the right strategy, your if you struggle with this for any extended period of time, your mind is going to constantly look for data points to tell you why you can't do this or why you're not good enough or why you'll fail anyways, just like you failed in the past. That's just what your mind's going to do. And, 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 and remember, it's not doing this to hurt you. You know, I don't want you to think your mind's not your friend because it actually is. But the reason your mind does this is because it's used to it. And all it knows is what it knows. It knows the past. It doesn't know the future. So what it does is it takes your past. It's a supercomputer. It takes your past and it creates an algorithm to predict out the future and says, I just want the future to be like the past because I know that in the past I'm alive and I'm alive now. So we just got to repeat that because I'm still going to be alive because all it wants is your survival. It really doesn't care if, if, if uh, the seatbelt doesn't fit or where your jeans don't fit or you feel like shit or you have no energy, like it really doesn't care. It cares that you're alive and breathing. Okay. So that's why people are, you know, like, and that's why any kind of major change isn't easy because of your mind, because your mind doesn't want you to change. So it'll use the emotional scale and what, what you're used to, to get you to, fail. It'll use excuses and rationalizations to get you to fail. I can't tell you how many times, especially this time of the year, will people say people will say things like, you know, after the first of the year, or, you know, once I get my bonus check, or once I do this, or once I do no, that's not true. That's not going to happen. Because when that happens, the same thing's going to happen again. Right? Like it does every single time. There's always a bill. There's always too much going on. You're always busy. We're always tired. There's always something. The kids always need something. Like there's always something. So our mind uses rationalization as a way to keep you stuck. No different than on the emotional scale. You know, so the, the, it's not the scale itself. The scale is a data point that your mind will look at. And we all have been there, right? When the scale goes down, we're like, yeah. But when the scale doesn't go down, we're like, no, right? And then it sends us into this deep, dark place. So again, and what, what's really going on is your, that's a data point for your mind to sink in, like, boom, laser focus. Everything else could have been going well until it saw that. And then, bam, here we are. Let's go. Let's talk ourselves out of this now. Here we go. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to use every single hidden trick I can 
to cause failure. So that's why this is the real issue. It is not the scale. It's not the scale you think. It's the emotional scale. If you can talk yourself into things instead of out of things, because we all have an inner critic and we all have an inner coach. The inner critic is who we're used to listening to, which is the person who tells us how much we suck and just listens to our past and keeps like telling us everything we did wrong and why nothing's ever going to go right and why we can't do X, Y, and Z. The inner coach is the one that's actually a coach. It's looking forward. It's saying, okay, where do we want to go and what can we do? And how's the best way to get there? And let's look at what happened and no, it wasn't what we wanted, but let's look at, you know, what can we learn from that and how can we change moving forward? And let's be easy on ourselves about that, right? What changes can we make? What improvements can we make? What optimizations can we make? That's a coach versus a critic. Most people spend their lives listening to the inner critic and moving down that emotional scale, okay? I cannot stress any woman we've ever worked with, even the ones that said, just give me the strategy. I just need a strategy. I need a strategy. We're like, cool, got it. I get you think that, but I'm telling you, that's not all you need, okay? Some need this stuff more than others, but we all suffer from this because we're humans. This is just what happens. If you're not where you want to be right now, that means that you have a track record of not being where you want to be. And therefore your mind's going to try to keep you in that same pattern of wanting and trying, but never having. If you want to actually have, you need to train your body the right way. You need to eat in a way that you could actually stick with and you need to train your mind to start working for you instead of against you, or else you will always, for the rest of your life, deal with this. I'm not saying that to scare you. That's what happens. If you've struggled for 10 years, just trying diets and pills and shakes and random workouts, and you're not where you want to be, do you think that that's just going to magically get better? Or do you think it's probably going to get worse? Because I talked to so many women that they weigh 185 pounds and they're like, I never thought I'd be 185 pounds. I was always 125, never in a million years. And I say to them, that's this exact same thing that you're going to say to yourself when you're 235. No one ever thinks they're going to be there. Of course not. But that's what happens. Because every time you try one of these stupid diets or pills and you fail, you are triggering your body's self-defense mechanisms, making it harder to lose the fat again in the future because your mind is now on, your body's onto you. It's going to make it easier to store fat in the future. The older you get, you are just making the cycle worse and worse and worse. So that's why we're trying to bring this to your attention, that there is a way out, but you have to become aware of what's really going on. The answer does not lie in another fat burning pill or another fad diet or another attempt at eating healthy at another attempt of giving up carbs or sugar or whatever the fad diet of 2021 is going to be. Okay. This stuff is so important. I cannot stress it. Oh, so many good things there. <laughs> uh, so guys, yeah, uh, look, right off the bat, you know, obviously, you know, we do talk a lot about shakes and pills and how you don't need that stuff. And I firmly believe that I stand behind that hundred percent. Okay. That is not to say that like supplementation can't be useful, but you need to understand that that because I know there's going to be people ask me that people ask me about this every day. I don't know if you ever knew that, Scott. I don't think I told you. <laughs> people ask me about that. Uh, when it comes to supplementation, guys, even you need to think of that as like an accelerant that you can add. It's like pouring gasoline on a fire that's already burning. Okay. Or it's like pouring gasoline 
on a bunch of logs that aren't on fire yet. Not going to do anything. Okay. Unless the, the, the fire is already going. Okay. So that fire is really comprised of these things that we're talking about. It's having the right strategy in place. It's having a good understanding of what's going on up here and then working on it and then having some sort of accountability and support measures in place to maintain that. Okay. Once that's in place, great. Then let's pour gasoline on that fire. That's when supplementation matters. Okay. That's when it can actually help you. But what most people do, and the reason this is totally relevant here, the mo most people do is they're stuck in what Scott just described, which is that scale of going back and forth, which really is just their mind keeping them in their old habits and patterns, which are keeping them stuck. And when you're in that mode, it's very, very, very easy. It's super easy. It's beyond easy. It's like a, it's like a gimme. Um, that the first action that makes sense when you're in that state is let me buy a pill. Let me buy a powder. Let me buy something, something that I can put in my body to make it change, to make it go away. Right. That's the first instinct, the first, the first inkling that we have when we're in that state. But understand that that is a function. That's a, that's a byproduct of being at the, on those lower levels of that emotional scale. Okay. And I just, I really want to want to hammer something home that Scott said, which is you need to take a second and, and think about what is normal for you. What is normal for you when it comes to weight loss and, and your body and your health and your fitness and your vitality, what is normal for you? Meaning what on any given day over the last two, three, five, 10, 15 years, what is your normal in, in that area? Is it, is my normal that I will basically eat whatever I want, as much of it as I want, and continue to add weight onto my frame every year? Is that normal for you? It might be. It was normal for me for a long time. Is your normal to start something every 60 days, like start a new diet or start a new workout or something, and then fall off on day four? Is that normal for you? That, might, that was normal for me. Okay. So I'm speaking from experience here. Like whatever it is that your thing is, like I'm going to give up beer and you say that every Friday as you're drinking a beer, right? But then next Thursday night or Friday rolls around and you just, you're back at it again. Like, is that your normal thing? What's normal for you? Because once you understand what your normal is, then you need to understand that your body and your mind specifically is going to fight tooth and nail to keep you there. Okay, it will fight like vehemently passionately to keep you there to keep you repeating your same patterns to keep you repeating your same decision making right to keep you repeating those things which ultimately is going to do what it's going to keep you stuck and the reason your mind wants you to do that is because it's what it knows it's comfortable there right it's comfortable there it's not different does that make sense let me know in the comments, if you, even if you're watching this on the replay, let me know if that makes sense. Because your mind wants to keep you in a, in a position and in a state that it knows, right? And the thing is, transformation, obviously, is stepping outside your comfort zone because you're changing. And so in order to do that, you need to create serious pattern interrupts and serious cycle interruption, 
repetition interruption, right? Interruption of that, those repeating patterns, right? And how you do that is first of all, become aware of it. Most people are never, they go their entire life overweight, unhappy, unsatisfied, depressed, even around all this stuff. And they have no awareness of the fact that their body is trying to keep them there. Right. And even we see this too. So people come in to permafit all the time. We have women that enroll almost daily, right at this point. And, and they come in and, and time passes while they're in the program. And it's very, very common to see hit 20 pounds down, hit 30 pounds down, 40, 50, 60, 70. We see those things all the time and it's cool. But we will have one-on-one conversations with these people, these women, and we will see, we will hear from them that, yeah, <laughs> my, my, the pattern interrupt was obvious once it actually like clicked. But up until that point, it wasn't. But I can, always, I can look back and I can see that in the very early stages, even though everything was dialed in, I just had this, this weird anchor that was like, I couldn't pull it any, like it was stuck. Like I couldn't pull it. And for some reason, I just couldn't seem to get, get out of my own way. But how I got through that was just taking another step, right? With the right, again, strategy, awareness, and, 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 and exercises around building this mindset piece and then support and accountability along the way. Right. So it's not uncommon. And here's the thing, as you're going through this, as you're making those strides and as you're getting this, this weight off and you're actually transforming your body, you're going to still have those feelings. You're still going to have the urge. Your, your mind is still going to have the urge to try to keep you stuck because if you've been stuck for 10 or 12 years, even if you've been focusing on yourself and doing great for six months, that still pales in comparison to 10 years, right? Or 12 years. So you've got 10 or 12 or 15 years of bad habits and bad routines and bad beliefs and bad inner dialogue. And that stuff is going to be louder than the stuff that you're feeding yourself to try to change. It's going to be louder for a long time, right? So the, the work really comes in being aware of it and then understanding that your mind is a muscle. Okay. Most people don't think about that either. Your mind is a muscle. It is a muscle. Okay. And the more you train it, the more you exercise it, the stronger it becomes. Okay. The more, the more density it has. Okay. The more resilience it has, the more capability it has. All right. And then likewise, on the flip side of that coin, guys, just like any other muscle, when you don't work on it, guess what happens? Like any other muscle, it gets weak, it atrophies, it gets frail, right? It becomes less resilient, less strong, right? And when you understand that, you'll realize that, okay, if I've been stuck for 10 or 15 years, then that tells, so right off the bat, that tells me, and eventually this will tell you as well, that's a clear indication that the mindset work that was taking place was either very, very little or non-existent. Right, because when you put those things in place, your actions will map to where it is you want to go, and you will, it will follow that mindset change. Right, so when you change that mindset, your actions will then follow that change. Okay, so that is super critical for that to, to make sense, guys. And if it doesn't, you know, watch this a second time, at least that part, 
and and let it really sink in because it is true right and and this emotional scale i think what we need to do is we need to have some sort of like graphical representation of this for you guys to kind of show you this like we do with our clients a little bit um but it's very 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 real and every time we talk about this every time we bring this up we will will hear from them that yep i can i can see myself slipping from from here to here right or here to here or hey i jumped up you know to here today or something like that but and that and that's that's that awareness i was talking about and um and one other thing i want to share on this too guys is even though your mind is going to fight tooth and nail to keep you on those lower states because that's what's comfortable and that's what it knows even though that's the case as you're working this you're going to see three different things change periodically okay what's going to happen is the the frequency of these things happening the frequency of you sliding backwards is going to go down meaning it's not going to happen as often it might happen daily at first and then weekly and then monthly and then quarterly right and then it's going to be very 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 infrequent but it is it is going to change over time the other thing that's going to happen is the magnitude okay meaning when you start to slip or when you start to feel this takeover at first it's going to seem like the biggest thing ever that's weighing on your shoulders. Like there's no way you can break through this. It just seems so mentally heavy, right? Like you have a mountain that you're trying to move. That's how it's going to feel at first. It's supposed to feel that way at first guys. But then as you continue to push the magnitude of that goes way down. So over time, when you have those, those feelings and those urges and all that, that, that those, uh, the, the slipping backwards sort of thing that's going on in your mind, the magnitude of that, the energy goes down. So it doesn't feel as strong, right? So you're not, you're not up against this crazy brick wall trying to push through, right? It, just, it becomes easier and easier because the magnitude is lower. And then lastly, guys, is the duration of this. Okay, so at first, yeah, you might have times when this hits you and it might seem like it's dragging on for multiple days or an entire week at a time, okay? Like, but just understand the more that this happens and the more that you continue to show up and prioritize yourself and do what we're talking about and work on this, the not only does it again go down in frequency, so it doesn't happen as often, the magnitude goes down, so it doesn't feel as intense, but also the time that it stays when it does happen, the duration of time that each, I'll say like the event, right? The time that actually happens, that goes down in time. So it might not be a week anymore, it might be a day or a couple hours, or even a couple minutes, right? So those are the three sort of ways of looking at this is frequency, magnitude, and duration. And guys, it's never going to go away, right? But please understand in the beginning of this, like if, it, if it's something that bogs you down for a week, well, in a year, it might bog you down for 30 seconds, okay? 15 seconds, once a month, right? It's going to go way, way, way down. And there's a big difference there. So even the most fit, healthy people in the world, even some of our most successful clients, even me, Scott, right? These things do happen. Like I, I have 20 years of, of, of bullshit up here too, right? Before, before I made all these changes 13 years ago. And that stuff is still there. It's still there, okay? But it just, it's a blip. You know, a couple times a year, it might, I might have this weird feeling. I'm like, oh, that's, that's weird, I, you know, but I'm aware of it. And it, I'm, I'm literally over it in seconds. Okay, so, so understand this is a growth thing, right? It comes from 
putting in the reps, working on your mindset, working on that, working on it, working on it, working on it. And you do that by showing up for yourself, right? Um, Scott, did I miss anything on that? I feel like I was a little long-winded on that. No, I mean, I think that you you kind of hit the, the key word is like a lot of times people, you know, when, when you know, we're, as human beings, we're all wired for, we want microwave results on a crock pot process, you know, and, and you said it, that repetition is the key. Just like, I mean, your body and your mind are two muscles, your body, if all it took was going to the gym one day for 20 hours, then cool. But obviously that doesn't do it, you know, and it's no different with, than your mind for your mind. I used to be like this too. I'd like, I'd watch a video or I'd read a book and I'd be like, this is it. I got it. I got it figured out. And then your mind's stronger than that. Like one time doesn't do it. It's a process. It's a process. And that's why, you know, um, you know, having ongoing help is so, so critical when it comes to this stuff, because we always tell people that, you know, we like to think we could do everything on our own. But the problem, the problem, when you really strip it back, the problem is that we can't read the label when we're inside the jar. You can't. We think we can, but we can't. We're inside the jar. So we can think we're doing whatever, everything we, you know, whatever. But the fact of the matter is you can't read the label from inside the jar. But with the right support and, uh, and accountability and, and, and coaching and structure and community, you know, if you get stuck, you can now get unstuck because other people can see what's really happening because they're outside your jar. So I know that's kind of a weird analogy, but that is what happens. You know, any major transformation comes from whether you're, you know, trying to improve, you know, your career or a business or your relationships, or in this case, your health. It doesn't happen overnight, you know, but the problem is we all want it to happen overnight. We all want, we want to push a button on a microwave 30 seconds later, we got our mac and cheese and really we're, we're making, you know, chili in a crock pot. Like that's just the way it is. So again, that's where that emotional scale comes in because when things don't happen, when you don't lose 30 pounds in a month and you're like, this sucks, I suck, nothing's ever going to work. You start going down that emotional scale. Well, no, it's just, you don't lose 30 pounds in a month. And if you do, I guarantee you it's coming right back on and you're not, and you just screwed up your body. Like, so you, you got to do this once and do it right. And then you're done. Like that, that's the way to do it. The one time done, do it right do it once, be done with it, make a part of who you are. Becoming the best version of yourself physically and mentally shouldn't be a, you know, 90 day challenge. Right. Should be life. Like it's an ongoing process of optimizing your life. That shouldn't be a bad thing. It should be an ongoing thing because when you show up and you're in the best physical and mental shape of your life, you know, oftentimes, especially women, we talk to a lot of them are moms. Moms have the tendency to feel guilt if they ever put themselves first. My kids come first. My family comes first. I get it. I've got a family. I've got two kids. Totally understand that. Totally do. But guess what? Just like on an airplane, if you don't put the mask on first, you're not saving anybody. So there comes a time where it's, it's paradoxical. But when you put yourself first, you show up as a better mom, a better wife, a better employee or employer, uh, a better person. Um, you just, you show up differently. Anyone who's gone through a major transform, like a true transformation like this, where it's actually lasted, will tell you single-handedly, 
that investing in themselves, I'm not just talking money, I'm saying time, money, and energy, but actually making the decision to invest in yourself, putting yourself first, is always 100% of the time the best investment you will ever make in your entire life because everything in your life changes because of it. Things that you never thought would change, change. Everything changes. It's different. You're different. But that starts with a choice because we just talk ourselves out of everything. We'll always say, you know, hey, I think I'm just going to try another diet or I think I'm going to read this book or I think I'm going to, you know, go on YouTube and watch this video series. Cool. It's always good to learn. But if you don't need more information, there's enough information out there. You don't need information. You need transformation. Transformation comes. Again, we talk about inter- interrupting patterns. Choosing to put yourself first for once and investing in yourself is a pattern interrupt because everything in your mind is screaming why not to do it. That's your inner critic. Don't do this. You can't do this. Now is not the time to do this. You'll do this later. I, I promise you. We'll get back to that later. No, you won't. Never happen. Never, 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 never. <laughs> Doesn't. Not because you don't want to, because your mind is programmed to make it so you don't. So the more you could understand what's really going on, the easier it is to fix it. And that's why I always say it all comes down to you. You got to be at a place where you're just done. You don't want to do it anymore. You know, so if you've only been struggling in your body for two months, you might not be there yet. And that's cool. Try another diet. Try another pill. Like, that's fine. But, you know, if you've been at this for a year, three years, five years, 10 years, for a lot of women, the better part of their entire adult life, high school, college, you know, always being that person that never liked the way they looked or felt struggling with this shit. Like at some point you got to ask 30 years from now, if you make it 30 more years, are you going to look back and be like, I really wish I did something different, you know? I really wish I did something different. This is your, it's your life. You know, there's nothing more important than that because you could lose your money. You could lose, God forbid you lose your spouse, family, like all horrible things. I wouldn't wish that upon anyone, but no one could ever take away like the physical and mental strength and the wherewithal that you build by actually putting yourself first and treating yourself as an asset. And not as a Band-Aid, you know, and, and always constantly searching for the $50 bottle of pills or, you know, the $79 booty builder blaster workout on Instagram from some 23-year-old who, you know, <laughs> it's just, you know, you got to wake up to what's really going on if you want to change. If you want to continue doing that stuff, that's cool. It's a choice. It's, we always have a choice. We like to think we don't have a choice. We're all victims to our circumstances. We always have a choice. You don't get points by staying stuck in the shit. <laughs> you know, like, every, like, look, there are people that have harder circumstances they're dealing with. You know, there's moms we work with. They work three jobs, single moms. Like, they have it much more difficult than someone that, you know, had a trust fund. No doubt about it. Sure. But it's still always a choice. No matter where you are, you just got to fight that much harder than if you want it. That's just the reality of it, you know, and sometimes those challenges are there. I believe those challenges are there to actually force you to level up and be the person you're supposed to be. Because if you want this, like you were destined to have it and anything that stands in the way of that is a story. That's it. But you keep listening to that story. You stay stuck. So breaking that breaking that pattern is is 
choosing to not listen to the story anymore. That comes from taking action and doing something about it, doing something different than you've done before. Yeah. 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 And, and guys, you know, just, I know what's running through a lot of your minds watching this, which is I don't have the insert, whatever reason, whatever, whatever the resource is. Okay. And here's the thing at the end of the day, when it comes to investing in yourself, you have three areas where you need to do that. If you want to make a change, you just, you just do. Okay. It's the three resources that we all have as human beings. Okay. Energy, money, and time. You have to, and we're all busy, right? We've all got bills. We're all tired. Okay. We've all got those things. Absolutely. And what I hear all the time and what people have, have indicated to me uh, through different ways of putting it is I don't have the time because I have, you know, two kids and I'm married or I work or whatever. And another one is like, Oh, I'm just so tired. Right. When I get home from work or when I get up in the morning, like I'm, I'm or even during the day, like in the middle of the day, I crash, like whatever it is, I'm so tired. Even on the weekends, I'm so tired. I just don't have the energy. Don't have the energy. Or certainly this is the best one. It's not in the budget, Scott, it's not in the budget, man. I've been 80 pounds overweight for the last eight years. It's not in the budget to change that though. Listen, guys, um, there, no one will ever convince me that those three resources aren't something that you can become resourceful with. It's never going to happen. I've seen people die. I've seen people go into heavy, heavy, heavy dependency on medications. I've seen people have to turn their entire life upside down financially to pay for surgeries, to pay for medications, to pay for medical shit. You will never convince me that you can't find a way to do that, to, to, to find the resources to do that, to find the time, to find the energy, to find the money to do that. Borrow it, credit card, tell your husband, hey, look, you know what? You need to take the kids three, three days a week for an hour. I got to take care of myself or you know, whatever it is whatever it is, you'll never convince me that those resources aren't something that you can find or that aren't worth finding to make this change in your life. It's not going to happen. And I believe that when people do this, because I see it every day, we both do, Scott, when people are able to get resourceful, and most of the time, it's not all three. Most of the time, it's just one. Someone needs to get resourceful in, right? And when someone is able to do that, they have just the, the most amazing breakthroughs the most amazing distinctions get made so quickly and the progress just unfolds right before their eyes. It's amazing. And it's because they're willing to break that pattern of, I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the energy to make this change in my life. Right. If it was so simple and easy, like that, it would just, it just happened to everybody. Then everybody would be where they want to be. Right. Guys, it's not, it's not like that. Right. You do have to, use your mind a little bit. You have to get creative a little bit to make space in your life for that change. But once you make that change, you will be infinitely, infinitely more fulfilled. And you won't experience what Scott was describing earlier, which is getting 20, 30, 40 years down the line from now and saying, well, kind of regret not prioritizing my health there for a while. And as a result, I'm either on medication or didn't get to experience the life that I wanted to experience, didn't get to experience certain, whatever it is, traveling or, or seeing certain people, doing certain things with certain people, didn't get to experience those things. 
you don't want it to get to a point where it's too late, right? To make that change. So just really want to make sure that that, that sinks in. Okay. Resources are something we all have to deal with. And at the end of the day, guys, before we punch out here, all of this starts with a decision. It just starts with a decision, a decision that you have to make that I'm done. Like I'm just, I'm done period. End of story. Like I'm making this change. I'm drawing a line in the sand right now and that's it. But you have to make that decision. You have to make that decision, right? All the actions will fall from there. They will flow. And, and it might be a little rocky at first, like I, like I talked about earlier, like we talked about earlier, but making that decision is something that only you can do, right? So if you're at that place where you have essentially made the decision, then the first thing you got to do right now is actually declare that to yourself, right? Just say it out loud, write it down to the point where you like, you truly believe it, right? And then start to take action on that, right? And then the best form of action is it to talk to us? That is the best form of action, right? Which is, let's just have a conversation. And that's really all it is. And here's what it's going to look like for those who are curious. They get questions on this all the time. These calls are about 45 minutes, maybe up to an hour. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a deep dive into where you're at. Okay, we're also going to look at where you've been stuck. We also want to look at where it is you want to go. All right, we're going to put all that stuff together with actions that are actually going to get you there and start to put together that strategy for you. Okay. Now look, if it's a great fit for us to work together, awesome. We'll tell you that we'll show you how that might work and we'll see how it's going to unfold from there. If it's not a good fit, cool. I'll tell you that too. I'll tell you straight up. We do this all the time. Hey, look, it's not a good fit. I recommend you do this or that change this, change that. Right. And that's okay. So if you want to do this, guys, if you were ready to make this change, if you've made that decision, if you've drawn that line in the sand and you want to make this change in your life starting now, then book a call with us. Be the smartest decision, the, the, the best 45 to 60 minutes you've ever spent on your health and fitness. Okay. In order to do that, head over to permafitforlife.com forward slash call. Super simple, super easy. Again, that's permafitforlife.com forward slash call. And let's have that conversation. So... Um, I don't know, Scott, do you have anything else before we punch out, man? No, no. And, if, you know, like Gordon said, that's that's the best thing to do is to have that call. Um, if you want to if you want to shoot a DM on Messenger first, too, if you have any you know questions or want to throw anything out there before you get on that call, shoot either of us a DM. We're happy to talk to you. You know, we'd like to know about your situation. Yeah. Yeah. Look, guys, we want to help. We want nothing but the best for everybody watching this, everybody listening to this. So, um, yeah. And again, guys. If you, uh, if you don't listen to the podcast yet, or if you haven't checked that out, you're definitely going to want to. You can just check that out. It's a Permafit live podcast. It is on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. And if you listen to the podcast, come check us out on Facebook, The Art of Permanent Weight Loss. All right, guys, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. We're going to try to do this every single week. So any questions you guys have, let us know. We'd love to answer them for you on these. And you can just DM us those or leave them in the comments here below. We see everything. We respond to every question. We will read every comment and uh, we will talk to you guys later. All right, we're taking off. See you guys. Take care, bro.